This week on the BAMFCAST, Warlock, <sighs> what is it good for? What a star, we're in. Alright, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey! hey. BAMFCAST. BAMFCAST. Episode 576. Wow. Yeah. Sounds about right. Numbers keep going. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And what we do each and every episode of this here at Bathcast is we uh, we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it. Then they get ratings. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks. And robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. However, there are also bad bad movies. And stay away. Do not bother. Yuck. Trash. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags. And giant bags of trash. Because that trash belongs in. This week, we watched... Possibly 1989s, possibly 1991s. Warlock. Warlock. Yeah, it was originally finished in 89, yeah. but uh, their distributor went bankrupt, so it didn't actually show up in theaters till 91, and right. then video shortly thereafter. It's credited everywhere as 89, but that's the that's the whole story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Warlock. It's Warlock. A lot of people like Warlock. Here, here's the thing. This is one of those movies, I I don't know why, but it's like, it's a, alongside like Pumpkinhead. There are certain movies that I just, I feel like... I stared at forever in the video store. I just mm-hmm. never, I mean, I was really never much of a horror person at that yeah. age anyway. It's not that scared me. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, I, it's just one of those things where I was like, I feel like I should have seen this movie just for the number of times I've seen the damn cover in the video store, but I hadn't. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Now I have. But, and, but now my memory is like, did I see this or did I see a Chuck review of this? I've definitely never seen it until tonight. That's, that's a fact. Really? Yeah. For sure. I'm, I don't think I'd seen any of it. I mean, somehow I must have, like, not watched... I thought I watched all of Chuck's 31 and 31s, but I don't maybe not. Maybe it got banned or something. You know, somebody flagged it. But th- this, is, this was solidly in my 90, 91, 92. Like, I saw most everything that showed up on video just because of my friend across the street who his family would go to 16,000 movies on Friday night and rent like literally 20 movies. And then his dad would just spend the entire weekend watching them. So I'd come in and out, and I'd be like, hey, what are you watching? Mm-hmm. Oh, Warlock. Is it any good? No. Is it almost over? I hope so. <laughs> and that would be the extent of my conversations with my friend's dad. Ah, uh, 16,000 movies. Yeah, you I remember, remember 16,000 movies? I do remember them. I, I had some of their... I mean, I'm sure it's packed up somewhere, but I, I probably have a couple of uh, tapes in their... From in their the 16,000 movie case? Well, yeah, from like when they went out of business and were like selling oh. their whole stock. Yeah. Anyway... Anyway, hey, back to Warlock. Oh, right, Warlock. Yeah. And not VHS, memory uh, lanes. Yeah, written by David Twowey. You go on to write a few other things that you might recognize. Yeah, the Riddick trilogy. Yep. And uh, uh, The Fugitive. The Fugitive. He actually did write that. Uh, Steve Miner. He, 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 directed... he wrote G.I. Jane, you know, of, oh, that's of, right. of classic joke fame. Uh, Steve Miner, director. He had done a House earlier. Somehow House has never been a Banffcast episode. All right, yeah. That's one I know I've seen. Is that the one with the greatest American hero in it? Or? I believe so, okay. yes. Yeah. Yep. I've never seen it either, but yet I know that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is definitely, I would say, like Julian Sands has been in, uh, I, I believe Letterboxd had him in 106 credited movies. Jesus Christ. And this is the only one anyone ever knows him from, really. 
Okay. Like, like, oh yeah, he's Warlock. And I mean, it's, it's, he is distinctive in this. I know like, I've like, seen him like pop up in a small role in like more legitimate movies. Yeah, you sure, know, sure. But, he shows like, up in Naked yeah. Lunch. There's a few other things. But yeah. nobody, but, nobody knows him from anything sure. else but, but this. Like when you think of Julian Sands, he's probably dressed like Warlock. Yeah. In your head, regardless of age. Right. You could have seen the older Julian Sands in like Girl with Dragon Tattoo or something and been like, oh yeah. Warlock. That's Warlock. <laughs> Where's your black outfit? Why you got shoes on, Warlock? And uh, Richard E. Grant is uh, is the other good is the good guy who's uh, who's sent to track down the warlock. Mm-hmm. He's from one of your favorites, Hudson Hawk. Yes, among lots of other his things. most famous role. His most famous role, Hudson. One Hawk, of the yes. bad guys in Hudson Hawk. Correct. Yes, with Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, this movie starts in the year is isn't it 1680 it's confusing yeah i think that's the thing is i think they adr'd in 1691 which was confusing the whole time we were watching this because now it's not because i realized that's the year it released is 1991 mm-hmm. they wanted a even 300 okay. but i'm pretty sure that it was probably 1689 i think there's a couple times they forgot to change it well and it was on you know it was on print and they couldn't change it well and spoiler when they're in the future uh the newspaper says 1988 yeah whoops oh well yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's it's 1691. This is one of those intros to a movie that I really like, where it's like you go through the old town and it's basically all the old the town elders walking through, and it's completely silent except for the Jerry Goldsmith score. There you go, Jens, uh, and it is playing over just these guys marching through the town, all solemn, going to something, and everyone's like reacting, like "Oh shit, get inside, shut the door," you know that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, but the, I mean, this is like a Monty Python plague play you know i mean like everyone's just like you know whipping chickens and you know (laughs) hammering cats or whatever people do (laughs) whatever whatever we thought people did in the puritan time (laughs) 1691 yeah but eventually they get to a big tower that has a pentagram on the door and some other writing around it and we're like yeah this is the shit right here and they go up this circular tower and they have a hanging uh one of those hanging chandeliers that's got the candles in it but it doesn't have a pentagram in that. And we were no. like, come on, man. I think it's still a chandelier. It's just, it's candle powered. A candelier. <laughs> but either way, it doesn't have a pentagram. Right. So it sucks. But they get up to the uh, top. And I guess, I, I don't know which lore and warlock lore, so to speak. But they have him in uh, basically the thumb screws and toe screws. Yeah. Toe screws is a new one to me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm where his, not. his big toe is screwed into the thing. His big toes are screwed into the thing, which is like a, a metal plate that's also got his thumbs in it. And I don't, I'm, I, I can only assume this is a real thing. I don't know. It looks real uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's not just like, you know, like Hannibal Lecter, like, you know, you're got the manacles and leg shackles or whatever, like, you know, and you can't move. He's like hunched over, like almost like, you know, yeah, pig, he's kind of chained up. Yeah. Like it's chained to the thing that they're both attached to. Yeah. But yeah, like this thing is like no bigger, no longer than like a book and his his feet and or, you know, mm-hmm. his big toes and thumbs are together. But then the elders get up finally. Actually, to the I don't think we knew this at first. It's not until like Richard E. Grant comes in and like kicks him and flips him. They were like, oh, he's actually. We thought he was just like shackled to the floor. I thought he was shackled. Yeah, to the that's floor. what I thought yeah. too. Yeah, but yeah, he gets kicked over, flipped <laughs> over, end over end because he's he not only is he like hogtied with the, these thumbscrew type things, but like he's chained to the wall too. And so he comes on like kicks him over. Yeah, because the elders ask him like, "Are right, will you confess your sins? You know, so you'll get a better afterlife, <laughs> basically." Because <laughs> like like that's the funny thing about all of them is is it's never like. Hey, do this thing, and maybe we won't hang you and then burn you to death. Right. It's always more uh, like do this thing. We're going to hang you and burn you to death anyway. But yeah. just do this thing. It's really going to suck, but 
and maybe God will forgive you. I don't know. Yeah, but it's you. it's the whole like a throw <laughs> the witch in the lake, and if she if she survives, she's definitely a witch. But if she drowns, she was fine. Well, you know. I mean, welcome right. to the birthplace of the current American judicial system. Yep, pretty I'm much. Sorry, <laughs> but yes. But anyway, he Julian Sands is just like, nah, I'm a warlock. Suck it. And they're like, okay. All right. Uh, let the record show he did not confess to anything. And that's when... Let the record show he is a warlock. And then they kind of leave him alone with Richard Grant for a minute. And Richard Grant's just like, hey, warlock, you suck. And he's like, yeah, well, you suck worse. And then he gets kicked in the face by Richard E. Grant. And that's when he gets flipped over. And he's just like, he's like, you'll be dead tomorrow, so fuck you. And he goes, well, a lot can happen in a day. Yeah. He's like, uh, have you heard of my boy Satan? Yeah. I'm not worried. Yep. And then, uh, then the Richard E. Grant goes downstairs, and the door starts shaking. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, he, he, you know, he had time to plan his escape. It's a little weird that he just waited for him to show up. You know, almost be close enough to maybe stop him. I don't know. Is he wanted a, to be dramatic. I suppose. Yeah, Warlock's like likes a dramatic entrance and exit. I mean, look I at look at him. Look at Warlock. You know, he was like in Warlock school. He was like in the drama club. You know, he was like, I, this is... <laughs> Everyone in Warlock School is in the fucking drama club. Yeah, you couldn't get a ticket to Rocky Horror on Midnight Show. <laughs> right. But yes, it's, but... It's in, actually required viewing. Mm-hmm. But yes, in Warlock School, he was he was definitely in the drama club. So he's like, hey, let me show you some dramatic He was like secretary stuff. of the Warlock Club. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I mean, he, he does all right. Anyway, uh, Richard Grant's like, oh, shit, because he gets outside. You see, like, the storm clouds come and start swirling yeah, around as, the building. as we said, the ghost, uh, Ghostbusters is happening because it's, yeah. it's that kind of, <laughs> yes. m- you know, uh, animated matte plate style God. sky thing, you know. I, and it looks like shit, but I fucking love matte plate, like, animated yeah. sky stuff. It lo- it's it looks so fake, but it also looks so awesome. Well, in this, it's just not executed super well. The sky part looks yeah. cool. It's just not composited well. So, yeah. You know, yeah, the compositing well, com- doesn't work. It's not composited as well as it could be. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just I, I think it just speaks to the history of cinema. Like, there's still a there's a part of us that like equates the fantastical with that look, albeit not realistic at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the storm they like the cyclone comes around the building, and Richie Grant runs back upstairs, and Warlock has already uh, undone his little thumb screws and his foot screws, and he's like, "Oh yeah, what I tell you." Later, bitches. Bye. Yeah, I don't and, even think he has a time to react. He's just already become a, a or he just yeah, he starts fading a, away. A yes. Cyclone, yeah, yeah, he starts fading out and turning into a cyclone. And Richie Grant tries to tackle him as he vanishes. And I guess he gets caught up in the cyclone. Is yes. that what happens? Okay. Yep. Yeah. I guess it's a time clone though, because like he cyclones out of there and into the future. Yeah. I mean, not immediately. We get a little bit of like introduction yeah. to you know. But like, they have both vanished. Yeah. Like, vanish. like the the other the elders come upstairs and are like, oh shit! Well, I guess our warlock problem's gone. I guess we don't have to burn those cats underneath him. <laughs> That's true. I was wondering. There was a basket. They said in one they scene. literally said you will be burned on a right. pyre full of live cats. Part of the intro was the guy putting stuffing cats in a basket and carry him, carrying them to the pyre. But later in the movie, there is a basket. That looks exactly like that basket. Oh, and really? I, I think, yeah. I think it's in the attic scene. Or really? It's, it's in the Boston, one of the Boston scenes. Huh. And I was like, like I in swear the basement or whatever? Yeah. I was like, that's the old cat basket. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's got yeah. a little plaque. <laughs> but the guys are just like, well, what do we do with all these cats now? I, I don't the know. Warlock's gone. Set them free. From here, we go to modern day of 1988. California. LA. Yeah. Yeah. This is where we meet. Oh God, what is her name? Lori Singer. I mean, yeah. uh, Catherine or uh, Cassandra, Cassandra with a K. Cassandra with a K. Yeah. That's right. 
Because uh, also Richard E. Grant's name is Redfern, just so you know. Giles Redfern. Yes, Giles Redfern. But yeah, Cassandra uh, is hanging out with her roommate, I guess. Getting yes. ready for bed. and uh, I think she's his roommate. It sounds like it's his place and she's crashing there. Yes. Yeah. She's yeah. renting yeah, a room at, from at, As it's explained later. But suddenly there's a crash and there's a defenestrated warlock in their living room. Yeah, or infenestrated. I don't know if... Can you be defenestrated into defenestrated? A we had this discussion it, it, like eight years ago. Defenestration is going through, going through a window, window regardless either direction. Of direction. Okay, yeah. we have we have bastardized the word defenestrate I so many times. Yes, that, I yeah. just you, know. you may call it an infenestration if you wish. So anyway, yes, there is a defenestrated Julian Sands in their living room, and they're kind of like, huh, that's kind of crazy, huh? They must be like turbo LA burnouts because they do not care. I mean, they care, but not in a way that any of us would care. Like, in the year of our Lord 2023, oh, if someone was ejected from the outside into my window, I would freak the fuck out. Yeah. I would beat that person up about the head, neck, and shoulders while calling the police. Yeah, I, I mean, a shoeless British man in a drama outfit. You're like, get him out of here. Right. Like, get out of my house. With a... Like a black ribbon ponytail. Yeah, but instead well. they just like, give him a bed and they're like, "Hey, man, sleep it off." Yeah, I don't, I don't want to just besmirch Julian's hands by saying this, but I mean, his look is kind of like a, a fair Steven Seagal, <laughs> like mean, a Ren Fair yeah. Steven Seagal. Well, no, I mean fair in in terms of like you know, in terms of hair color. I mean, it, oh yes, it, yes, but also Ren Fair Steven Seagal. All right, that too. Yes. Also, every look he gives is sinister in this movie. I don't yes. think there's a single scene where he doesn't look sinister in some way. I don't think he can help but look sinister. He is trying in the scene later with the kid. Yeah. But by virtue of him being there with the kid, it is sinister anyway. Yeah. But anyway, they let him go to sleep, and then he wakes up and sees that it's 1988 and freaks out a little bit. And she's like, ah, you know what you should do? You should you should just sleep this off. Don't worry about it. She basically just puts him down to bed like a child, and yep. he and just he willingly back lays back down and goes to sleep. Yeah. Traveling through time, it just makes you sleepy. It's exhausting. Yeah. Almost 300 years. So uh, she goes to work at a diner, and uh, her roommate is just cooking up breakfast, going nuts. Like, he is doing a lot of work for himself, you know? Like, as far as but, breakfast goes? Like, as far as the breakfast goes. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's making himself a lot of chives. There, there, there's and... a lot of vegetables involved for it to be a breakfast. I assume he's making some kind of fancy omelet or something with all those veggies that he's chopping up. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got like scallions and mushrooms and shit. He's making himself a a nice breakfast. Yep. And Julian Sands comes downstairs looking like Julian Sands, just like giving evil looks the whole time. And he's like, oh, hey, buddy. Hey, you want want some breakfast? Hey, how's it going? Good to have you here. We'll get you. We'll get you a ride back to downtown in just a little bit. Hey, uh, you you checking out my ring there? Yeah, yeah. look at my ring. It's a yeah. Scorpio ring. I'm not. I don't believe in astrology anymore. But you can't have my ring. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> the astrology is very sixties. And yeah. Julian Sands is like, I, mm, 16, no 60s. one believes in astrology, huh? And yeah. and he's like, yeah, I'd give you the ring, but I broke my finger, so that thing's never coming off. It's stuck on down there. And Julian Sands, the warlock, sees this as an invitation. Well, he's just staring at his knife that he's cutting food with. And he's like, hey, buddy, what you staring at? You want some chives? And Julian Sands takes that as an invitation to take that ring. To just fucking chop his finger off. Yeah. He just grabs the knife and just clunk and then takes the Takes the ring and puts ring. it on. And and this guy is just like, ah! Like, he just, he's, <laughs> and it's not even that because he's a gay character, he's just... Like, not freaking out to the proper level that a man just cut my finger off right. in my house. 
once again, like a defenestrated drama kid has landed in your in your living room. Don't really care. That drama kid has now chopped your finger off. Freak out a little more, buddy. He just doesn't have that much freak out in him, I guess. I guess he goes into shock immediately. I don't know. Maybe. Either he's way. Just, he's super chill. Maybe he's on lots of drugs. Yep. And yeah. then uh, Julian Sands is like, because uh, he warlocks the door shut. He does a little magic thing that shuts the door. He warlocks the door. Because the guy was going to try to deadbolt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then he uh, he gives him a big old smooch. Yeah, but it's an a... excessive smooch. There's lots of tongue. Uh, too much tongue, in fact. Too much tongue, because uh, as we learn very quickly, he bites the man's tongue out and spits it into the cooking omelet. Just into the frying pan. Yeah. Into the frying pan. And then we cut directly yeah. to a grill for yeah, the second cut time. Yeah, we cut, we cut out of the frying pan over, we pan over to another, no, actually we match cut over. Uh, yeah, we match cut to someone making an omelet in the diner. And we learn later the that he used the tongue the in an omelet, but... This is a different omelet. This is a normalized omelet at the diner where they show her. This, is, this is also twice, two movies in a row where we've had viscera cut to someone cooking meat. Yeah. Or actually, well. The other one was uh, this, fire this, yeah, cutting this to meat. steak. Yeah. Uh, this is like. This was a sizzling tongue cutting yeah, to, to an omelet. To a so grill. But either way. I guess it's match not, cut not meat exactly. It's, it's match cut month product. here on the Banffcast. Um, but yeah. Uh, so it, from here, she's like summoned to the police station. And they're like, tell us about your friend. You know, how many, how many, God, what? tell me the names of all of, all of your, all of his lovers. roommates lovers. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is not that kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, he, this is clearly the guy that we let in that flew through our window. Last she time. never says that though. No, she, no, does, no, she doesn't. never says a thing about Warlock. Yeah. Well, the other thing is she, she doesn't really say until she's almost out of the room is that it has been shown very briefly that she is diabetic and must take insulin mm-hmm. that she uses that as her excuse to get out of this interrogation room. She's just like. Gotta go. I forgot my insulin. Bye. Mm-hmm. Goes goes home to get that. I, I guess, or yeah. just that was her excuse, and I'm gonna go home and get my shit. Yeah, and she goes home and she's packing her shit because she's like, I'm not staying here where uh, my roommate got murdered. And she's trying to be in a hurry, but she is packing all sorts of shit that you do not need. Like I can't remember what exactly it was, but there are a couple things that she picks up. I'm like, really? You're gonna take that? Like you're in a hurry? It was and you're probably take... a curly iron, except she didn't have curly hair. But she she grabs some sort of like. You know, hair product thing. Maybe it was a straightener. I don't know if yeah. we had straighteners in '89. You know, those it's probably a crimper. Things. Yeah, probably a crimper. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but she's packing just dumb shit. Right. We get a. Of course, her room is decorated full of dumb shit. Yeah, she's got like she almost looks like someone splayed a prom dress and put it on her wall. Is what yeah. it looks like. I mean, yep. Yep. Um, and there's like a, a mirror frame that's made of like cupid dolls. It's mm-hmm. really like, yeah. We get a not cat scare. We get a cat fake out because like she hears a crash. Yeah, there's like a slight rattle or something and. The cat just not jumps out like hissing. He just kind of like out of a room. Yeah, kind of traipses yeah. out of the room. Yeah, it, um, it's but, one of those cat scares that's not set up properly at right. all. I I don't know if they intended it to be a cat scare or just like oh, it's just the cat. Don't. But turns out it's Richard E. Green. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, I don't think we really properly painted the picture with him. Is that he? He looks like a extra from Braveheart. You know, like yeah. I mean, he's wearing like. I mean, he looks like you know uh, Canadian Braveheart, like you know full full four trapper, you know like mm-hmm. style. Yeah, uh, he's wearing a bunch of furs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To their credit, in this movie, they never change his costume. There's never a hey, you're a modern day guy now. You need to wear modern day outfits. Right. No, They're they, like no, keep your fucking fur yeah. trapper outfit that's got to smell like shit. Oh, it, it does. I mean, it's it got to smell it, like the 17th century. It's established later point. when she tries to cuddle with it. She's like, mm, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but he's also got like full William Wallace hair too. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a you know a, he is rocking yeah. the yeah. yeah he's rocking the freedom mullet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How all of these movies go, you know, considering she was completely nonchalant about Warlock being in her house. This guy, she's like, oh no, I'm freaking out now. Like, you, there's something wrong with you. I got to call the cops immediately. All this. Well, you can handle one interloper from the 17th century in your house mm-hmm. if you're a, you know, if you're a blasted out LA burnout. <laughs> two is a bridge too two far. Two is a bridge too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but either way, she immediately calls the cops and is like, hey, there's a guy in my house. Get over here. And and, and he's basically like, all right, the warlock. You know him. I know him. Did he bleed? Did he cut himself? Is he anywhere here? Like, where, where there's blood all over the place. If he, he bleeds, we can track him. Yeah. And she eventually is like, yeah, here. And despite having called the cops on this guy, empties out the uh, the vacuum cleaner well, in a pile of ash. He's manhandled her a few times. So, like, she knows he means business. And she's just got to get along until the cops mm-hmm. got, get here, yeah, I think. I guess. Either way, they find a, pe- a shard of glass in the in the uh the waste bag from the vacuum cleaner despite the fact that he was clearly bloody as shit when he came through that window yes there's got to be a bunch like and he complains he's like oh it's not much uh i don't know maybe it'll do but but this is how he sets up the witch compass yes everyone has a witch compass he lovingly spends his time setting up the witch compass the director had to love the witch compass as well because they make him spend a lot of time well and also the prop department had to have been like all right dude check out this box because because the box is an elaborate cool looking box Uh, the prop department should be proud of it it's a cool witch compass yeah and then he's got like you know it's kind of it's got the uh the rings that you can rotate them you know kind of like the vitruvian man type rings inside of it and then it's got the it's got two uh two rocks that dangle on the sides and yeah and he's like, all right, we're going to use the witch compass to find him. And and he's finally mixed up the blood with some, because he asks her, where's their well? How do you draw water? And then in a nice touch, he cannot work the faucet correctly. He's trying to pump it like a, like <laughs> yeah. he's yanking it like a pump handle. It's, it's kind of funny. I love little touches like that. But yeah, but he eventually, he's able to get some water. He's able to put it on the thing and it doesn't do a fucking thing. And she's like, because <laughs> she's almost buying into it. There's a point where she's almost like, okay. Like you're you're legit here. This is this is some cool shit. Well, crazy people don't usually don't have props. Not like yeah. th- this kind of you right. know, intricate. So it's like maybe yeah. It, and she's buying into it for a second, and then it doesn't do shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's like it'll point to the witch, and it'll move faster the closer he is, and it just sits there. And that's when the cops show up, and he's like, "Fuck, gotta get out of here." Meanwhile, Warlock has uh, gone out for a day on the town, and he finds a medium played by Mary uh, Warrenoff. Who has uh, a Banff Castellum as well. I believe she was in Bad Channels and a couple other things. But uh, he goes to her and is like, hey, I I need you to channel somebody for me. And she's like, she's oh, like, who would you like to channel? I... Well, she tries to weasel out of it. But yeah, she finds him incredibly sexy. And she doesn't, doesn't say it, but she sure acts like it. Yes. And she's like, I will medium whatever you want as long as you will give medium me your, my me, channel. Give me your large. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, she's like, oh, just, I just need a name. And he's like, oh, he goes by many names. <laughs> and this is where in a new movie it would go, woo, woo. Um, Probably, yes. But um, I, I forget. I forget Zamiel. the name. Zamiel. 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 Yeah. Samuel Jackson. Yes, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm evil, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so uh, she... she Starts the seance and uh, calls mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson to uh, to the stage, and then I do love this because she's like, "I am Samuel Jackson," 
And she also you puts will on... give me your command. What do you ask? And he's like, I'm going to ask uh, for you to wait until the real Samuel Jackson is here. And then she's like, uh, but I am the real <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Oh, Slim Shady clearly is what he asked for. Yeah. Right. He was waiting to speak to the real yeah. Slim Shady yeah. and was waiting for him to stand up. But she puts on a good performance here. Yeah. Like, the actress puts on a good performance. It's very fun to watch. Yeah. But then she actually does get possessed by yeah. the real thing. And her face turns all demonic. And then it gets real tough to understand anything she's saying. Whatever souse they put on the recording of her voice was too much, too much souse. It was that little bit too much. Yeah. Because you kind of get some of it. And, and it's almost like he's doing the thing where, like, he's repeating what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. The gist is, uh, there's an evil book, you know, the Book of Shadows, the Grand Grimoire, yeah. uh, it's got a bunch of names, probably the Necronomicon. They don't knows? call it the Necronomicon. No, they don't, but... They, uh, they list off a bunch of names that Necronomicon is not one of them, which I was bummed about. Well, I mean, that but is... But I guess that is a different book. Yeah, that's supposed to be like the ancient Egypt thing, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, um, but yes, you gotta, they, it got split into three pieces, reunite the pieces on this land and blah, yeah. blah, blah, I'll be And free. he makes a bargain. You have all the power... Yeah, because yeah, because it'll basically it's it, this is where it's imparted that this will undo the universe. Hooray! You'll learn the name of God and it'll undo the universe. You have to say it backwards though. Yeah, that's the rule. Like Mister Mitsuo, like whatever. you say that guy's name? And then he's like, "So what do I get if I do this?" And he's like, "A, a servant of Satan. That's all you need." And he's like, <laughs> "Right, not this servant of Satan. I kind of." I want I, more out of life. I want a little more. And I I don't even remember what he actually gets out of it. Oh, he'll he gets just, to be he his son? Be the son of, the son of Satan? Yeah. yeah. So he's like, cool, I'll get those books. And somehow knows automatically where they are. Yeah, warlock powers, I don't know. Yeah. Because he does take this guy's eyes, though. Like, ah, uh, that's, that's right, right, that's right. Yeah, he took he took the um no he took the medium's eyes. Yeah, well, he, and he's they, like, but they became evil. Like, yeah, you know, they right. were all okay, like yeah. evil. He had the eye palm because he was like basically walking around with yeah. Two. Well, the, it was it was the uh, Newton actually. Z- I think is what it's called. <laughs> Zamiel, <laughs> yeah. oh. Zamiel Jackson says, uh, "My eyes will lead you to uh, to what you seek." And so when when it unpossesses the medium, he takes her, her eyes, and her eyes become his eyes. Mm-hmm. According to the IMDb trivia, this was much more graphic seen. in the script. Yeah, I'm mm. kind of glad it wasn't. It didn't yeah. need to be. This movie is fairly low key as it is. Mm. So I mean, we've no, already only, had him bite a guy's tongue out. There's only and, one yeah. Loki in it, and yeah, and, and we've already had one. He, we've already damn it, we've already <laughs> had him bite one guy's guy's tongue out, and now he's carrying around eyeballs that are in his palm, just looking around. Yes, this is fairly low key for a movie like this. Okay, like it's not yeah. it's not a constant gore fest. We don't get to see somebody's yeah. intestines like pulled out and used as a lasso. And it also has that like late '80s. Hellraiser look to it like that high contrast rim lighting on almost all the people like yeah. it's you could definitely tell like you're like all right this is definitely late 80s horror for sure tinged because it, it's got all those all those signature looks to it yep but uh but anyway yeah he, he's walking around the eyeballs but the, but it's also combined with the goofiness of he's got a pair of eyeballs on his palm right. that are like going looking around yes but anyway this leads him back to the house where Richard E. Grant has already, uh, he's already been taken out by the police because he comes out and uh, he's about to whip them with his whip and they uh, whip him with a taser. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. he hits, he does get one guy, yeah. but then the other cop like uses. I, I the... think he missed. I think he hit like the coffee table in the background, just like between them. It was more yeah. like a warning, warning shot or yeah. warning whip. And they were just like. Either way, they, cool, ta- cool they whip, tase bro. the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. 
using the world's first taser. Yep. And then as they're taking him away, he's like, you can't let the warlock get away. This is the worst thing. And the cop tells her, he's like, lady, if I were you, I'd get the hell out of this house. And she's like, you got a timer? Because you got to watch. Yeah, you got to watch because time me getting the fuck out of here. And as she's getting the fuck out of there, something alerts her to the fact that warlock is there. And I'm not sure what it is. She throws some shit in the car, which again, like crucial thing she's got like a a dummy head like a makeup either like a wig stand head or Mm -hmm, you know practice makeup head it's like okay (laughs) you're fleeing for your life whatever that is is probably not that important obviously her priorities are way out of whack true but she goes back in i think for one other thing Mm -hmm. and then more like oh i know what it is she goes in the bathroom and the compass starts working oh right that's right yeah right in front of her she's like Oh shit! And then she looks, and the compass is pointing to the front door. And she looks, and there's Warlock out there, (laughs) looking at the palm of his hand with those those two eyes in it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Oh shit!" Shuts the door, and of course he gets in. And then I don't even know why he grabs her, but he drags her into the living room, and then smashes the shit out of the table that's there. And it turns out pages of the grimoire were hidden in this ancient table. Just the most convenient fucking thing ever. I mean, like there's. There was nothing, there's no reason why he was led to this, like, it would make more sense if he'd stumbled into their lives after, you know, the destination, you know, but like... (laughs) Right, the medium thing should have come first. Yeah. The fact that that this is So he can pretend that he had ended up there just so he could get to the page. Sure, yeah, Yeah, but as he's beating the shit out of the table and retrieving one third of the book, she uh, retreats back to the bathroom again. Locks uh, the door. Locks the door. She's trying to go out the window, but it's a, they're jealousy windows, so... you know, she could break them easily. They're thin glass, but Which she, just she kinda, starts to do. She kind of rattles them, and then she's like, "Uh, I don't know." And then she starts smashing them with her little. That's right. Mirror, she does grab the mirror, and all yeah. of a sudden, Warlock's out there and is like, "Ha ha!" Yeah, he just like hands through the window and yeah. grabs her. But then, like, just, he grabs he, her and, and he just, takes her bracelet. Yeah, well, he like sort of like grabs her and then like throws her back. But I guess he grabbed her bracelet in the yeah. meantime. And then yeah. he immediately does a little poem. Yeah, he he puts a hex on her. Yeah, that basically says she's going to age two decades in a night and takes off. Yeah, for so for about a third of this movie, Lori Singer starts getting old old lady makeup. Yeah, well, well, I mean, when she wakes up, her hair is like down past her feet, and Mm -hmm. her nails are long. Her nails should have been longer for twenty years. Right, her nails should have been down past her feet. I but mean, anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a decent enough for a fan winkle effect, I, I suppose. It's yeah. okay. Well, this first one, she goes from twenty to forty, and basically all they do is make her hair long and a little bit, uh, or a lot and less. They gray vibrant. it out. A they little gray bit. it. Yeah, and they kind of like hit her face with some powder, so she looks a little grayer overall. Yeah. In her Apparently, face. there were more prosthetics, and she rejected them. Yeah. I don't blame her. I, I mean, she she doesn't look old. Old. I mean, she looks older, but it's not like. Yeah. 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 But she's also like, fuck, I'm 40. I do like that her red hair is way at the end of the, yeah, of the a, tail. That was a good look. Yeah. Um, but she is freaking out being 40 because she mm-hmm. was, you know, 20 well, before. Yeah. So she immediately goes to. And also, before we even get to the fact that she she just goes and bails out Richard E. Grant. Right. Like gets him out of jail because she's like, fuck, we got to figure this out here, buddy. But like, it's such a just a dick move by Warlock. Oh, yeah, just it, like, hey, I get fucked. And in the end, she probably wouldn't even have gotten involved in anything if he had just left. Or and if guess he had what? just murdered her. Or, yeah, or done that. But either way, but no, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to fuck with her. Yep. And it's not like she's been, like, she's been one of the only people. It's like she was nice to him. She's like, here, sleep on my bed, do all this shit. You, you know, like, hang out at the house. My roommate will make you a goddamn tongue omelet, you know? And what what is the thanks she gets? Hexed. Yeah. 
He has pissed on hospitality. <laughs> and we've learned yeah. that you do not do that. That is not something you do. Either way, I mean, he, he hexes her for no reason. Right. And that leads to his downfall eventually because she's a part of taking him out as because it's a movie. I'm not spoiling much, but, right. you know, if he had just left her alone, he probably would have gotten away with everything he wanted to do. Right. But no, he had to be a, a warlock dick. Mm -hmm. Drama kid. Drama kid. Yep. Yes. Had so, to do it for the gram. Yeah. Yeah. So so she goes and bails out Rashidi Grant. And then he's like, all right, we got to track him down. And, you know, there's a point where she's like, well, you know what? I'm 40. I'll figure my shit out. You know? Yeah. It could this be sucks. Yeah. yeah. She just kind of accepts her fate because he's like, no, we got to go track him down and get your bracelet back. That's how we cure you. And she's like, I don't know if we, we should do that. I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. I don't like him. I could lose not... 20 years of my life or all of the rest of it. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, she bargains pretty quickly that, you know what? I'm just going to be 40. Could be it's worse. Cool. And he's like, uh, you do realize, like, the curse keeps working, right? It's 20, <laughs> 20 years a night. Yeah. Every night. So, by next week, you'll be dead of old age. If and that's not when sooner. She, yeah. She kind of really freaks out about that. Yeah. And so she's along for the ride now, begrudgingly, but I mean, it's, it's that or just die in a couple of days. So she's like, I guess die another yeah. day. I mean, five days max. I mean, yeah. If you're lucky. That's I mean, yeah. I mean, she's, well, the way, 20, I'm saying, uh, she, yeah. I will say the way she acts, she wasn't going to make it to 80. No. Right. Cause right. when she turned 60, it, cause uh, spoiler, yeah. she, they don't find him in a day. Uh, when she turned 60, she's like, Oh, I'm so old. Yeah. If, oh my God. If she hadn't settled it. Before then, her bones were just going to disintegrate. Yeah, but uh, so they just they start on a road trip to go find Warlock. Yeah, and I mean it's it's honestly like really downplayed from the fish, you know, the time traveling fish out of the water perspective. Like he he does a couple things, like we'll take your coach, and you know, mm -hmm. and then not well, understanding like you know how you have separate doors and things like that. But yeah. it's really not like I mean, no, they know. don't do enough with it. Yeah, people they, are surprisingly chill about a right. lot of stuff in this movie. Yeah. And he's also like, um, why do you wear makeup? Like, yeah. goodly women don't wear yeah. makeup. And she's like, uh, fuck you, but I'm not bad, and I'm wearing makeup whenever I want to. Mm -hmm. It's 1989. It's cool. I'm a hip lady of the 80s. Right. The 1980s. The 1991 80s. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they're they're trying to track down Warlock. Uh, there's a point where he meets the uh, kid from Blind Fury, who's, like, playing on a swing. And... Oh, is that the kid from Blind Fury? That's the kid from oh, Blind Fury. That. Yeah, Bam Castellum. Uh, but he uh, he meets this kid, and the kid's playing a little electronic football, and right. decides he's going to show Warlock how to play electronic football. And Warlock punts on first down, and he says, "Not even the uh, not even the Bucks do that." And this he, is, and, and I can tell you right now that uh, Warlock picked the Patriots. Yeah, he, he definitely <laughs> yeah. seems like yeah. a I mean, man. Yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, but um, this is actually approaching a kind of cute scene because, like, yes. Apparently, the script was supposed to be different, according to the trivia. The warlock was not supposed to be such a bad guy after all, and this, I, I guess, was supposed to be one of the showing he's not that bad of a guy. So this scenes. is more like the Frankenstein's warlock scene? <laughs> Instead of chucking the girl in the lake or whatever, becomes friends with her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, but no, but in this version, in the in the filmed final version In this version, warlock, it's sinister as shit. He's mm -hmm. a dick. Yeah. He's already cursed this woman to die for no reason. And now... He like this kid is like, oh, if you're a if you're a witch, then how do you fly? And he's like, well, it actually takes a special potion. And then we just cut. Yeah. We but... find out later that he has murdered that child, taken its fat because it's an unbaptized child. Yep. 
and use that to make a potion. Yep. And they show him boiling up the shit in like a soup can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, there's also... and then just straight up chugging it right off of the right off of the flame. There's also like a semi unnecessary scene of like the sort of the crime scene where the mm-hmm. mother of this child comes in like, you know, Richie Grant's like Miss, I'm truly sorry for your lots, but you know, like I need to ask you about some stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they think that a coyote has killed this kid yeah. because yeah. it's ripped oh, up right. so yeah, badly. Yeah, yeah. And so there's gunshots out in the hills, and Richard E. Grant is like, "What the fuck is that?" And the gas station attendant says, "Well, uh, old Jesse Jesperson's son was murdered by a coyote, so they're up there killing it. <laughs> and it ate all the fat Wait, off the his guy body. That did the the, rest. <laughs> the jamboree guy, yeah." yeah. Jesse Jesperson. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But I just love that Richie Grant's like, I am truly sorry for your lots. But I got to ask, was, was that kid baptized? And she's like, the fuck, man? It's my son. No, his dad wouldn't allow it. And he's like, well, was he circumcised? No, he doesn't ask that. <laughs> I really wanted to know. <laughs> I Hello, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> it's nothing yeah. warlock related. I'm just very curious about uh, 1980s customs as I'm far as that a, goes. I'm doing a study. Um <laughs> I'm taking a poll of all the young children. Right. No pun intended. In your, t- in your town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but anyway, she's like, no. And then he's like, oh, this is bad. And, and she's like, why? She's like, because unbaptized male blood is... Fat. Yeah. Fat from an unbaptized yeah, un- unba- male. Unbaptized male fat is... That's male, how you make a flying potion. So child fat. he's going to be tough to keep up with. Right. And that's when it's sort of smash cuts to the warlock. You know, drinking his tin of grease. Oh, yeah, but then yeah. we then we get a cut to uh, like a highway patrolman sitting in his car. <laughs> yep. And I love that, like you know, it goes from like you know forty five up to like you know past eighty ninety mm. or whatever. But it yeah. should have just got all the way. It just showed six sixty six. Yeah, like that. It might as well have because missed opportunity. I'm just saying, yeah. like you're gonna go with the numbers are flying that crazy Cause... anyway because we just see like. Warlock fly past, but he's not. He's 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 like flying at ground level. He's flying at like ground level and not like in like Superman pose either. He's just kind oh, of in, like in total weirdo pose. Yeah, just sort of like uh like Captain Morganing down the road, sort of. I mean, it's yeah, like he's bit, just yeah, kind of yeah. like leg up and like. It's like, also <laughs> just. I don't know if it's hand drawn the way they do it. Yeah. You know, or I I just I don't it it just looks bad. Yeah. And, and then they show like a close up of his face as wind is blowing by, mm-hmm. and he's still like kind of holding the pose. It's it smirking, you know. He yeah. seems to be enjoying his oh, he, flying. He time. knows yeah. he's the shit now that he can yeah. fly. Yeah, it just looks bad. It does. But, but I mean, like all the like that's that's this film's main crime effects wise is all the flying stuff because they do some wire work with him, but they clearly got their ground lines wrong because he never lands smoothly. Yeah, no, he yeah. always hits the ground like oh. Yeah, the bottom marks are off every time because he just like hits the ground way too hard. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and like at every takeoff is like awkward too. Like they're just they're just not well timed. They're freaking crew. And him yeah, and the all. thing is, like, yeah, how many Shaw Brothers movies have you watched where they got this shit down? Not as many as you think. Like we have, there's not a lot of like there's not as many wire food Shaw Brothers movies yeah. as you think. I think because it was expensive. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But but even still, there yeah. are enough. Yeah. That were that came out. 15, 20 years earlier than oh, this. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. That knew what the fuck they were doing. You know, and it's Absolutely, like, yeah. we yeah. can't figure this out. Superman, you know, I mean, like the original Superman movies, flying doesn't look great. It still looks better than it does here. Right. Flying looks amazing compared to this. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but that's this movie's big issue is those all look bad and not charming, 
you know, like like bad matte painting bad. They just look bad. Yeah. If this movie's going to have a huge weakness, I, I'd rather it be that than so yeah. many other things. Yeah, than, than the other stuff. Yes, I, I, I can agree there. But, but anyway, they, they just, it had to be said. Flying. Mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah. And then aren't they just taking more of the road trip and they're just driving by and they're like, that barn. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we get a we get a little uh we get a little scene with the Mennonite dude and his son and his son's wife, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. So the Mennonite dude comes out to the barn where the son's working on his truck and he's like, Hey, what the fuck happened to the milk? Milk curdled. Also, why do we have a truck? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's obvious like this know. you know I they might have trucks. I I know that's Amish, but I don't Mennonites, I don't know if they have trucks or not. Well, it's it's also obvious that the son is like a little bit more modern and mm-hmm. you know, there's some Whatever there, but there's something else that he says, or something yeah, else that he notices. He goes back to, uh, like, he's like, Look, let the horse out. We got work to do today. So oh, the dad right, goes back right. to the horse, and the horse is like, a horse is wet. The horse is like sweaty as fuck. Yeah, wet and nasty, and yeah. also annoyed. Yeah, I, I mean, it looked like blood almost. I was like, what yeah. the fuck happened to the horse? Because I do believe they show Warlock doing something in like a barn. I think I think that's when he's sneaking into the attic. Yeah, and he's learning the magic because they show him he's got the pages and he's got the flame on his hand. Yes, yeah. and he's doing like little tracers in the air. He's like, man, this shit's really kicking in. <laughs> yeah, and so they have that, and then and then the man, then that's when the guy's like, uh, the horse is looking weird, and then goes in the house, and the and the wife is like, yeah, the bread didn't rise; it turned brown, but mm-hmm. it never rose. Yep, and then yeah. so that that's when he goes and grabs a ladder and he grabs some white paint and he just starts painting. And we're like, yeah. "Huh, what is that?" And it cut back to uh, Cassandra and Richard E. Green driving down the road, and they've rigged up the uh, the witch compass. Yep, in the car with a bunch of string. Yep, and it starts. They're driving, and it just starts going whoop yeah. and wiggling back points and forth to the side bit. of the road. Points to the road. Points, and he looks and he sees the the pentagram yes. that's been drawn on the barn. And he's like, "Oh shit, get it's out, a, get out a, there." It's a hex, son. and he runs in the house, and he and he's like, "Who is bewitched in this house?" Yes. And the and the son's like, "The fuck, get out of my house!" And, and then, then then dear old dad comes yeah. in. And he's like, "I, I forget exactly." The, the, well, what the he dad says, just but... comes out, and he's like, "This house is bewitched." And and, yeah. and and then he's like, because because he's like, who put the who put the sigil on the barn? And then the old man's like, I did. And then he's like, Amish. He's like, Mennonite. And then they're and like, then they, then shake, they like hands. shake hands. Yeah. They're like, good, good, good. And he, right. and, you and know the sign. Richard Green's yeah. immediately like, we must get to work. And the old yeah. guy's like, yeah. And the son's like, the fuck is going on here? And he's like, did the milk curdle? Was the horse sweaty? Yeah, <laughs> the bread didn't rise. Also, I have a hangnail, and uh, I had a toothache this morning. Yeah. You know the sign, son. We must do something. Take the children and get the fuck out of here, you yeah. moron. And the and the guy and the son stops for a second, and he's like, "Yeah, that's probably a good idea." Yeah, smart. And, and he he fucks off, and he's out of the rest of the movie. Yeah, good for the son taking his family. Get the fuck out. Somebody doing the right thing yeah. in a movie. And then the good Mennonite on. just takes him outside, and he's like. Up there, points at the attic, and there's, you know, the attic's kind of, the door up there is kind of propped open. Yeah. And so. And then we have a lot of jump to conclusions as far as, like, I don't know how the, how or when this was explained other than, like, I don't know, do this because reasons. <laughs> because he's basically like, here, take these pennies. <laughs> and put the, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, they'll this ward is just, off. It's just war, warlock shit. I know. It's yeah. just. They, well, first he like you know hammers the door closed, and then they go to like you know the pull down attic entrance, and he's going to creep up there. But mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, increasingly older uh, Laurie Singer and the older Midnight Dude are like down there, and he gives them two pennies each to put in their mouth, like one on each side of their, mm-hmm. and it, and it'll protect you from errant magic. Yeah, sure. errant magic. And also, don't look in his eyes because he'll witcher you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't look in his eyes and show him fear. Yeah, he feeds off the fear. Um, it's anyway. the air he breathes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Is that uh, a song? Yeah. It sh- it fucking should be. Um, yeah, I'm gonna write but, a song. But called yeah, they, the they he goes up in the attic and starts creeping around, and he finds uh, a page from the book. He's like, "Oh shit!" And he he's like he looks at it and he's like, "This is bad shit." He actually starts reading it out loud, and I'm like, "Dude, I've seen Evil Dead. Don't do that." Right. Well, he like sort of like half reads it aloud, and then he's just like, "Oh fuck this shit," and tears it in half. Yep. And that's when we get the animation of it just reheals itself and yep. puts itself back together yep. for like a reverse shot. Yeah, yep. it's a it's obviously a reverse shot, but it looks good. I yeah. like yeah, it. Yeah, but, it's he, a, it's but a he, run, he runs shot. over to like the you know the attic access and he's like, oh no, it's it's the Book of Shadows or yeah, it's the Grimoire, the Grand Grimoire. Yeah, yeah they're they're like normally they write down their stuff and it's yeah, you can it destroy sucks, it, but this you can destroy yeah, it. These these pages can't be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, so it's actually here. Yeah. How would he? How would he forget just one page? And he's like, he wouldn't close the door. And, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when he gets to confront Warlock. Finally, mm-hmm. Warlock's like, fucking fine. Well, how the fuck did you get here? <laughs> hey, how'd you get here, Rainfair? Yeah. And then he immediately tries to stay. He's, he's like, I will kill you, Warlock. And he stabs him in the gut, and you know, does the whole like pull the knife up thing yeah, just so gonna... he can be sure that he's gonna he's gonna gut him properly. But Warlock has put the pages. <laughs> In front of his gut. Fucking drama queen, always carrying the script around, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and he does it for dramatic effect, too, because he goes, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, he does the reveal of the of it. Yeah. Like, he pulls his, his Renfair vest yeah, apart. Yeah, and he goes, two-thirds of the book was enough. Now I will fuck you up. And he blasts him into the wall. Yeah, gives him some magic. And he's like, did you forget I can fly? And then he t- he fucks off outside. Well, that's when he tries. I think he tries to fuck off outside. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he whips yeah, the door the, shut. But oh no, I what keep... he does? He he tosses Richard Richard Green out the door, or out the wall. Like like he blasts him out the window that he had shut. That's right. He yeah. Does. And yeah. so he he does it. That this stuntman does a good fall off the roof. Yeah, it's a big oof because he hit, oof. he hits two levels of roof. I mean, obviously it's going to break your fall both times, but it, it's not going to feel good either time you no. hit either of those roofs. No, yeah, hurt on so many levels. <laughs> and yeah, so he lands outside, and then. I love that Warlock just kind of stands up top like, eh, fuck all y'all. Because they, because old old Cassandra and the Mennonite come out there and they're like, well, damn, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, get the fucking Warlock. And he's able to whip like his his foot and yank him down. And they somehow actually get him to the ground. Oh, I know how. Cause they, it's he, the weather vane. Yeah, like yeah. Warlock has ripped a weather vane off and tossed it at them. But they're... They, he, doesn't hit him with the weather vane, but he rips the weather vane out of the ground and spears him. Does he spear? Yeah, well, he, he, yeah, because he's, he's, he's Warlock's him, flying he's, away. Yeah, he's, like, and he, he's doing the like Olympic style, like oh, oh yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. doing the good like guy. He's got the left hand mm-hmm. guiding while the right is right. Yeah, yeah but he catches Warlock Javelin, in the shoulder as Warlock's trying to fly away in a very bad scene, but hits him, knocks him down. Warlock's like, fuck, man, that yeah. really hurts. <laughs> Right, like right Warlock, through the shoulder. Warlock seems almost invincible, but this does a lot of damage to him. Yeah, for some reason. Yes, for ne- temporarily because he heals up quick. At, like there's no after effects of this aside yeah. from, oh shit, I got speared, and then they yank it out and they pin him down and they've got like the foot thing the, on yeah, got and the they cuffs. got one of the thumbs on. 
They got one of the thumbs and one of the toe screws yep. in, I think. And the old guy looks him in the eye. Yep. Yep. And it just starts bleeding from the eyes almost oh, immediately. Oh, yeah. 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 And then Richard and e, that's, that's, yeah, I'll R- say that, Richard E. Grant is just like, oh, I got to save the old men tonight, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And I'll say that's a pretty good effect they have on the old guy because mm-hmm. his eyes get all black. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then he puts the hands in front of him and the blood starts pouring out. But, like, uh, black eye contacts always yeah. freak yeah. me out. They, and they always look good mm-hmm. <laughs> in that context. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but then he's just like, I know you're 40. Lori Singer, but you got to... She's you gotta 60 finish. at this point. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's 60. Yeah, she point. has yeah, aged right. another day. Because... Yeah, that's right. I forgot the other night. The, they stopped at night. Yeah. <laughs> she aged in the car. Yeah. And, and he's like, yeah, you, you finish, finish up with Warlock. I have to save this man. Again, he's just, you know, uh, I don't know. We're like getting the how to survive a Warlock guide verbally mm-hmm. in like uh, screams tones because he's like... Find where he walked and drive these nails into him. Well, yeah, yeah, because him. Warlock just gets away, obviously. Yeah. And and I do like that he doesn't like he's lost perspective. You know, you know, you know. I hate that in any movie where they're like the world's going to end. I have to save my son before that. Right, right. You know, like, and so he's like, I have to save this guy. But then he's like, I can't let another person die because of it, this. There are several times where Richard E. Grant just becomes useless because of like fear or something. Like he. There's this, they get on a plane later, which he's terrified of that, and then they actually, I mean, again, skipping ahead, they find his own grave, Mm -hmm. and he's just like, no! (laughs) I mean, it's just like, there are several things where it's like, oh, I'm useless here, like, yeah, but I, at least, at least with this one, he's like, he's, he's like, yeah, I know, I know, I I should have just fucking chained up Warlock and then dealt with it later, but, yeah. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, but he sends her off, and she's hobbling along and, like, you know, acting yeah. like she's way older than 60. Yeah. And he says, wherever you find his footprints, just jam a nail into it, and it'll fuck him up. And he's so like, she okay. does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's got a bunch of nails in her hand and a hammer, and he's, like, got into a train yard. And, and I do love, like, all the shots of him just kind of jumping around. Try, like, he's just trying to get away, but he hasn't taken the damn thing off his foot yet. Right. He hop, he hobbles like he, around a lot until he finally Yeah, know, I guess he felt like he had to get chains. far enough away. I, yeah. I also, like, there's a shot when she first enters the train yard. Now, she's got this, like, it's not a... It's not a modern day hammer, but it's not an ancient hammer either. It's like it's those like somewhere in between. It's like it's mm-hmm. it's like when you know when you say Mennonite Ramish hammer, it's like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Your hammers, you know, you're not up on the latest hammer yeah. technology. A hammer that looks like it could be handmade, yeah. but probably isn't. Right, mm-hmm. but she's got that in her hand, and then some like you know old like s- silver nails or whatever, big ass nails. Yeah, and like you know nine inch nails are in one hand, and then like comes around the corner. There's two like train yard guys. Like, can we help you, ma'am? And she's like, nope. <laughs> and it just like leaves, and they're like, "All right, well, you know, yeah, these things happen." I guess ladies run around here with hammers and nails. Yeah, those guys just like there was some old lady dressed like a twenty year old yeah. carrying around a bunch of nails and sucking on pennies. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, oh, she that's also right. She also the, the fucking pennies yeah. in her it's mouth. Like sometimes you just let just let it let it happen. Yeah. You know, what's going on over it, there? Just let it go happen away from wherever you are. It was a Friday or a Monday, yep. and they're like, "I'm not dealing with any of this shit." <laughs> yeah, just. I don't have time pu- for crazy women with pennies. Yeah, they pull the Stanley from the office where somebody starts explaining it. They're like, I don't even care. Yeah. Just go. But a- anyway, she finds some footprints and is like, Because he's right. barefoot. It's yeah. the only way she can. Yeah, he's been barefoot the whole damn time. But yeah, she finds one and just, she's like, all right. And pounds a nail and you just hear him go, ah! <laughs> yeah. And so she's like. Holy shit, that's yeah. awesome. So she goes and finds like the next footprint, jams in, you hear him start screaming. Yeah. And here we get another, a little bit more of this uh, weird footprint lore. Because she, I think she gets two, 
And then they cut to the inside of this train, mm-hmm. this boxcar where mm-hmm. he's hiding out. And like he's in agony, but he pulls a board off of the floor and mm-hmm. sticks his feet onto it. Yep. And I guess this prevents the witchering they of his actually, feet or Yeah, something? they actually show a nail sticking out of the board itself, like where she's pounding oh, over his is foot. That, okay. All yeah, right. so apparently like it, the metaphorical nail or however this witch shit works. Because she starts pounding and nothing, she doesn't hear a scream. Right. And she's like, oh, shit. Whoa. And so she starts trying to pound it in further and nothing's happening. Yeah. And she's like, well, shit. But but then she stumbles around and she finds the like big lump of dirt that he fell onto when he initially... Well, when he was removing his uh, thumb thing, his right. foot thing. Right. Yeah. He leaned back on the dirt. Yeah. And it's an imprint of his head. Of his head, and we're like, "Oh, it's fucking on, isn't it?" And she knows it too, because she can see. I guess she could probably see the little ear she outline, see, yeah, she and she's like, ear oh, oh, oh. <laughs> "Let's hope this works," because you know she doesn't know. Oh, and spoiler! She, oh man, she drives that fucker works. home, and <laughs> it's so good. And reader, he fucking hates it. <laughs> He hates it so much. He he passes out. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He passes out and like uh, arm falls out of one of the boxcars, holding her bracelet, and she sees it, and she's walking over to retrieve it, and <laughs> I think it's like literally she... as she spots it, the train starts moving. Yeah, <laughs> and she's so old. She's like, oh no, yeah. I can never catch the train. Yeah. It's unstoppable. And she is hobbling her it's way. It's a warlock the size of the Chrysler <laughs> building. Damn it. I was going to make that joke. <laughs> she, she is just walkering her way over there. Yeah. And, yeah. and she finally, after God knows how long, finally catches up to it to try and grab the bracelet. And, of course, he wakes up and grabs her arm. Mm-hmm. And so she just starts fucking wailing on his wrist with this hammer. And to be honest, fucking good move. Yeah. yeah. It works. Yes. Yeah. He but, lets her go and also... Let the bracelet go. But she didn't yeah. know that. She just lays on the ground yeah. for, you know, a minute or so, and it's just like, ah, oh, fuck. And yeah. the thing is, I he's just, he's got his head sticking out the side and looking at her like, fuck you. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and, and like, like more like, man, that fucking sucked. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, like, that's the look <laughs> that Julian Sands is giving her the whole time, just staring her down. I'm, I'm a little, I don't know, I guess I'm not really wanting the movie to be longer, but I guess I'm just, I'm a little... I'm a little perplexed as to why they left out some of the lore-ness of this movie, because it's like, she basically is like, retrieved the bracelet, and it just comes back as normal Laurie Singer. Like, no... All he said is you had to, you just had to get it back. I know. it would break the I, curse. I mean, it's just like, you know, I guess I, you know, you would think we you would see You want a lawyer. Well, I would either, like, either want to see it with, like, you know, I guess just my brain is, like, you know, trained with Lucasfilm magic that I'm like, I want to see that de-aging. Or de-aging, yeah. Or, oh, or yeah. like, you know, it'd be a thing, you know, like a, a ceremony or something that he had to mumbo-jumbo her back, or I don't know. It's just, she yeah. just basically shows back up out of the shadows, like, look, I'm, I got red hair, or, you know, I got my mm-hmm. weird... Blonde yeah. Blade Runner wig on. Also, I'm out of here. Thanks. You wanted a lore lock instead of a warlock. Yes. It's infected you, hasn't it? Everything has infected <laughs> me, man. My brain is poisoned by Harlow, by uh, the internet. By... <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, she this this has healed her. I'll say this: like, I I think that the lore I didn't have a problem with it with him just being like it breaks the spell. Yeah, it's just he's he, he, Richard E. Grant's back tending the old man. And it's like all right, spin these keys. 
three times yeah. clockwise, something, something, and you'll, your, your eyes will stop bleeding, your sight will come back. Yeah. And then she just like gets an 80s music video walk in like, look, boys, I'm better now. And then yeah. he's just like, oh, that's great. Don't really care. Bye. You know, and she's like, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, he he he's kind of like now we now it'll be easier to go catch him because right. I yeah. won't be hobbling around at eighty years old. I do like that. There's some of this stuff like like twirling the keys once an hour for the next fortnight or whatever, mm-hmm. and it feels very witchery in a way. And that's part mm-hmm. of the reason I keep saying Witcher. Also, yeah. there's you know the guy is called oi, a witch, but he's a warlock. Oi, Witcher. Oi, Witcher. Yeah, but it feels like they at least thought about the world a little bit. They they didn't think enough necessarily for for all of our taste, but. Yeah, I, I like that. But I also like that people react normally to things. Like, like the family's like, well, but, but yeah, that's what's weird. Like in the beginning, because they're just like, oh, yeah, you're you're a warlock, huh? That's cool. Here's some breakfast, you know, like that shit. But also like all the other characters seem to have like when the Mennonites are there, she, they're just like, yeah, we're getting the fuck out. Right. It's good. Like and her also, she's like, all right. I, uh, yeah. yeah, we're done. I'm, I'm, I'm washing I'm, my hands yeah, of this. I'm you, back you, to my normal age. Yeah, I have you, my car. You have fun hunting that drama yeah. guy. And and he's like, well, you understand what he's doing, right? She's like, don't care. He's like, he's actually going to undo the universe. And she's like, so he's going to end the world. He's like, he's going to end all worlds. Like this is this right. is big shit. This so is it. Yeah, you can go back, but it's not it, like your world will end. Yeah, <laughs> this is like Thor should call the Avengers kind of level thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of that type of stuff, you know, Thor and just, like, and just like her, like when he grabs her, like just beating the shit out of him with a hammer, you yeah. know, like, like in most movies, a person would be like, Oh no, what do I do? I'm too scared. You know? And it's like, no, just hit him with a damn hammer till he lets go of you. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they, they do a lot of that stuff at least in this one. So the script has been thought about at certain yep. points, even so, though there's others where it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> surprisingly grounded for this kind of yeah. movie. Yeah. And I think at some point, I guess she gets back on board and they decide. Well, yeah, because he's told her the yeah. world ends if you don't help me. Sure. So she's like, fine. Yeah. But and they're like, I guess we should be proactive and find the last page. Mm-hmm. And they decide well, that's on what, Boston. That's what yeah. she says. They, they start driving away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, you're driving east. Instead of north or whatever, because that's, I guess, where the witch compass is, yeah. is oh, they, pointing. They've also rigged the compass up in the car. <laughs> they have this dumb, like, that rope, was, rope system. That yeah. was, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, cool. I, I but, think that's funny. But yeah, but so they've decided we're not going to follow him. We're going to get ahead of him and we're going to get to Boston. And he's she like, says how spe- will we do this? Yeah. She says specifically, like, I'm not playing his fucking game anymore. We're going to find that next piece of the book. Mm-hmm. We're going to play, we're going to leapfrog him. Yep. And he's like, oh, or she describes what she means, and he's like, "Oh, like playing Frog of the Leap, yeah. or whatever the 1600s equivalent." Leap yeah. of the Frog, I think it's Leap of the Frog. Yeah, Leap yeah. of the yeah. Frog. So then they're going to the airport. Yep, and gotta love pre nine eleven airports. Oh yeah, because he has kept the weather vane. <laughs> yep, and he's like, he's like, I am in love with the weather vane. I've known the weather vane for. It doesn't 10 love me back because no. it's so vain. Yes, it, yeah. it's a I've, perfectly balanced weather vane. Let's yeah. keep in mind, he was able I've to kn- fling that thing with accuracy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've known it for ten minutes. If anything were to happen to it, I will kill <laughs> you and myself. Yeah, so they uh, they're about to get on the plane, and she sees warlock in the airport. Mm-hmm. And she's like, let's go. And for some reason, she won't tell him that she's seen Warlock. Right. This is the dumbest, unreasonable thing she does. Yes. Yeah. Because she decides, like, uh, I guess it'll freak him out too much. But so they get on the plane, and he's just like, he was not about getting on the plane because, you know, only only uh, the devil's servants can fly right. and all that. And she's like, 
well, get used to it. Like, literally everybody goes on planes these days. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. And then they get on, and he gets a bad feeling, and something doesn't seem right. And then he sees a guy across the way trying to pour cream in his coffee, and it's all curdled. And he's like, huh? huh? And then the guy... Because it's uh, because it's the old school. 1989. Dude's lighting his cigarette in the seat next to them, and it's got a blue flame. And he's like, blue flame. She's like, there's there's a witch afoot. And so they have to search the plane for the witch. And she's like, no, there kids, it can't possibly be a witch. Where would he be? Ah, no, there's no witch. He's like, no, we must search the plane. And there's only one bit. Of, like, there's a bit of misdirection where he's going in the bathrooms, and then there's a lady wearing a black drama outfit, but. Right, but it's just an old lady. It's just an old lady, and uh, yeah, in the bathroom. And then there's another guy who has taken his shoes off and is walking around the plane right. in first class. Yeah, it's well, it's a seven forty seven, so it's got the spiral staircase, yeah. you know, up towards the front. And so they see these. She feet sees coming. feet coming yeah. down with, and he's just doing black a, pants because yeah. he's wearing a drama outfit too. Right, but he's a you know like a. Bearded old, he's an old dude, yeah. but he's also an asshole who took his fucking shoes off on the plane and is walking around the plane. It, Fuck that it's, guy! It's one thing you you are if you're you, in first class. If you don't have smelly feet, you can take off your shoes. Only if you don't have smelly feet. Guess what? He's got smelly feet. He probably does. He's old yeah. as he, he was an old guy with a beard. He was he fucking smelly. Right. You know he's wearing like leather shoes and he's been wearing them for fourteen hours. Yeah, warlock. Should boil his uncircumcised ass <laughs> and drink his fat. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Has to be a child. Of all the people that deserve to die in that movie, that guy. Okay. Especially. Anyway. He was the true villain of the movie. Fucker walking around a plane barefoot. I like that it's a Fuck hate, that guy. It's, it's a hate crime, but it's not anti-Semitic. At least I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, there are a couple misdirections. There are a couple misdirections. But then they get back to the seat and they're like, guess he's not here. Guess he's not on the plane. And I like we were all convinced that oh, we were, they were he was going to look out the window and like he would be doing the gremlin on the pl- on the on the wing thing. I'm kind of mad that they didn't. No, because they just pan down and he's he's hanging out in luggage and he like heats up a bag of something. I don't. I, it looked like a, I thought he was cooking a bat with his magic fire. I thought so too. But and then he yeah. reached inside what I thought was a bat and pulled yeah. out goo and stuff. Yeah, he pulls out it. like Greek yogurt and he's eating it with his yeah. fingers, fucking Ron DeSantis style. I mean, <laughs> what the shit? Uh, anyway, uh, they get to Boston and they go to the church and the guy's closing up the church and they're like, uh, "Don't close the church yet." And he's like, uh, "If there's anything you need to discuss, you can come back at eight thirty tomorrow morning." They're like, "It's about the grimoire." And it's he's about like, witchers. Yeah, and he's witches. like, ah, okay. And then they go inside. And uh, they eventually are able to convince him that we need to find this book. I guess he knows enough about the lore. He's between... dismissive of it at first. Right, but he also knows enough about the lore, and they say enough about the lore that they kind of are like, oh, shit. This guy's... Nobody else should know yeah. about this. So This guy's in the movie just long enough to that you're supposed to kind of care when he gets threatened by the warlock. Yeah, by the I warlock. mean, really, because it's like he just... It's one of those kind of characters where it's like, yeah, you you have information, just give yeah. it and get out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> go get threatened later. With yeah, because what did you he, tell them? That's when he goes down in the basement and is is flipping through the records, and it's like, okay, you know, and and he's he's actually got the records from seventeen ninety one when they or sixteen ninety one when they got rid of the book, right? In some way, and and it's like, okay, well, you know, one was sent somewhere. The one other was part put uh, stuffed in an altar table. And yep. that's the one that ended up in California. Yeah. And then the other one ended up, the, I don't even know where he finds he it. He said but something like a 
somebody with new ministry in Pennsylvania or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then the last piece, he's like, well, it, it's still around here. It's in Boston. Yeah. And they find out that it's in a graveyard. So they're like, oh, shit. Well, let's let's get over to the graveyard. Dig it up. They're also like, oh, it should be consecrated ground because it's a graveyard. So mm-hmm. he won't be able to, like the witch won't be able to go there. Yeah. This is great news all around. Yep. So they but go to the graveyard. they still want to find him. Yeah. So they're looking around the graveyard. Meanwhile, uh, Warlock has shown up and just threatens the minister and his wife. Uh, okay. So it's a priest. And the woman is not really his wife, but he, like. But she's he pregnant is, with. Right. He's yeah. warlocking on her. And he's like, oh, yeah. so. You wouldn't want anything bad to happen to the twins, would you? And she's she's like, like, how how the fuck did you know that? And her and the the priest exchange glances, and she's like, "Uh, uh, just give him whatever he wants. Just just tell him. Yeah, because the priest is playing dumb. He's like, there's nobody here. They weren't looking for anything. Yeah. He gives up the goods. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, there are certain... Which is the smart decision for him. Because yeah. he doesn't really know, right? Yeah, and he doesn't know Warlock all that well. Where Warlock yeah. probably fucking murked them anyway. You know, did something <laughs> shitty to them right. just because he's a dick. Yeah, mm-hmm. going to curse the twins to be like their yeah. heads are on their butts or something. Yeah, so they're they're searching the graveyard, and she and they're like, we got to find a pentagram that'll that'll signify where it is. And she finds it before he does, and then she's doing the whole thing like, uh, we're all good, we're all good. We should leave it right where it is. We found it. We're good. Let's get out of yeah. here. And he's like. No, we got to check this. And, and so he pushes her away, and we see that it's his gravesite. Giles Redfern. <laughs> and I love that the first thing she says is, Giles isn't a bad first name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's like, he's freaked out because this is obviously his, his corpse in here. He seems like overly freaked out. I, I don't know. I guess I've never, I've never been in that situation. You know, nor you probably do I, never will. Never will be, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe your first name could turn out to be Giles. I meant the prospect of seeing my own corpse or oh, grave or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you probably won't see that either. Yeah. But as she's, like, he's running away, like, in terror of his weird first name. And yeah. she and, starts to run after him and sees this sign that says, like, oh, a bunch of graves have been moved because of this condominium. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's not good. So she has to run for... Uh, yeah. For Eddie Redfern. Yeah, and I like that they're able to test the uh, the ground to see if it's consecrated with the weather vane because it has Warlock's blood on it. Yes. And so it, it all smokes up if it's on consecrated ground. But then they do it on non-consecrated ground, and it doesn't. And, of course, they've already moved his grave over there Correct. to non-consecrated ground. And they're like, well, shit. Now <laughs> so we've... like, now we got to dig it up. Yeah. And she's like, do not look. Like, don't look. Just stay over there. I'll deal with this. Don't look. I think I think he's overreacting. He's from the 1690s. Yeah, he's he a had very to know superstitious he was, man. He Come had on. to know he was going to die of tuberculosis he, or anything yeah, easily curable. He's adapted pretty well to like neon signs and cars and those sorts of I, things. But yeah. this is like, I yeah, he, say, he can't if, if you're it. of that age, you you've touched a lot more corpses than we have. That's right, a good right. point as well. Yeah, I but mean, various things, people, animals, and he's an anti-warlock, so you know. Yeah. He's had to deal with some death, but I don't know. Maybe people are more freaked out by Mm. their mortality than I am. Death can come for us all at any moment, so just be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, watch your six. So she's like, I'll I'll do it. I got this. Don't look. And she wrenches open the casket, and we get a kind of funny shot of just these hands, like, or she reaches in and pulls, starts pulling out the booklet. 
mm-hmm. the remains of the Grand Grimoire. And we get these, like, crusty little hands that are gripping mm-hmm. the papers tightly. Yeah. And like Harlow said in the studio, you could just, it's paper. You could just bend, yeah, yeah. pull it out. It's like trying to be an Evil Dead thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, like she has, to, printing, she has yeah. to start prying the fingers off of the paper. Yeah. And each one of them, like, gives this little Cheeto-sounding snap. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Eddie Redmayne, or uh, Giles Redfern, is freaking Vanessa the fuck Redgrave. out. Vanessa uh, Redgrave. Is kind of over there still coming to grips with his own yeah, mortality. Yeah, he's like, you got it yet? Yeah. <laughs> and finally she does get them. And she gets it, and then pretty much as soon as that happens, like, the weather vane, because they still have it, mm-hmm. you know, laying about, the weather vane just points directly up. Like, it, it wobbles for a second, and then points directly up, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck, he's here. Why is he here? How did he get here? Not again. God damn it. And they get dive bombed by, by Warlock. Yeah. By they, a flying Warlock. Yeah. yeah. He just comes from out of nowhere, kind of. And But they they duck. Yeah. And it's he, Warlock from the top rope. Yeah. He, he's, he swoops and they duck yeah. and they, they avoid the Warlock. They do. <laughs> Until um, they split up. Yeah. And, you know, and what happens is he ends up... motion. Yeah. He ends up with the papers on the consecrated ground. She is not. And so he just starts basically like taking a pin and stabbing her in the foot. Yeah, and telling like, him off like, camera, he's gotten her into some kind of pose, like where yeah, he's where he's like he's, he's de- one foot de- is de- on her, her head. and like 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 reverse yoga posed her, yeah. and he's like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna poke you. Yeah, in the foot. and and I mean, it's a pretty effective... <laughs> how do you like it? <laughs> what you did to me? You yeah, I mean, jerk. it's it's pretty effective what he does because he's he because uh, as part of the backstory that's been slowly revealed over the movie is that he had a wife and apparently Warlock did something to her murdered her yeah but we don't death. know how or what or the circumstances behind it by but foot poking yeah because because yeah he's like yeah you had a wife i remember her we both knew her you're gonna watch this chick die worse than she did and you're gonna be there the whole time standing on consecrated ground like a little coward watching it all happen then he's finally like all right i'll give you the damn papers because because yeah he's have he's having that crisis again where he's like do i choose saving the one person or saving the world yeah and eventually he's like, fine, take the papers. And he sets them down. And he's like, but you got to come get them. Right. You have to come get them. We're going to fight this out like like men, not witchers. It's going to be fists, not flames. Yeah. He's like, it's boxing hell in a time. Let's do yes. this. He's like, I'm going to go get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> and Warlock walks up and is like talking shit. And he's, and he's like, no magic, none of that. And Warlock just walks up and just gets fucking cold cocked. Yeah, like well, he just fucking jacks Warlock. Well, Warlock does start talking shit when he gets yeah. up close. He gets cocky, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm the fucking best. I'm gonna whip your ass, you piece of shit." And he Vanessa be- Redgrave lets him have it. Yeah, he beats the fuck out of him for a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then Warlock gets the upper hand and starts bashing him into Warlock cheats also. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. he starts using magic. Well, yeah, he puts he puts uh, vomit into Fernwood tonight's m- mouth, and then <laughs> yeah. like he just can't stop vomiting out his Warlock flames. Yeah, yep. it, it looks like he's barfing lava. Yeah, it does. At one point, though, uh, before that happens, we get a good like sand to the face. Yeah, where the red fern grows hits Warlock in the face. Yeah, the and, and tries to bash his head into the rock. And yeah. she runs over and hits him as well, and he just like does he, he magic eats her into the river. He's just like get the fuck out and chucks her into the river, <laughs> which is interesting because in the next shot that they show her, she comes out and she's she like she's like rubbing her lip or something, mm-hmm. and she's like, huh, like she's gotten something into her mouth, she, and she gets an idea. And I guess I, I guess if you're diabetic, you have like extra salty blood. Is that what it is? No, like, no it's that um, she has been thrown in the Baston Haba. Ah. Okay. And she's tasting salt water. All right. Okay. Maybe a little bit of tea yes. left over. 
So they continue to fight, and they're having just like a, you know... a Yeah, he eventually wins. A like, Warlock eventually wins. Yeah. He's able to knock him down, kick him in the head. Another cool thing is Warlock gets his face pushed into the consecrated ground side. Oh, yeah, And burned. it starts burning a little that's, bit. Yeah. That's what makes him magic in his mouth. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so he's barfing up that stuff. He chucks her into the river, and he's like, all right, fucking pages, grimoire, let's do this. Yep. And he does this little, like, Nominisatro uh, Spiritu Santu, the devil inside me, hell within, pages come together, and I will win. And all the pages, like, ruffle above his head. That's honestly one of the better effects in the movie, one of the better, like, special effects. It's almost stop motion, but not. It's Yeah. it's It's got a very... It's unnerving mm. a little bit, but it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's charming. Yeah. But this what this does is this kind of like smashes the book together to actually be a book again. Mm-hmm. And it falls to the ground. And he's basically, once he knows the true name of God, that's when he can undo the universe. Right. By saying it backwards. And so it starts forming letters on the front of the book. Meanwhile, the sky is ghostbustering again. Yep. And this is when we see her like take out her diabetic her, her insulin needles mm-hmm. and she disappears back into the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but then she he, comes back up. Yeah. He basically, he gets the name of God and starts talking shit. He does. He starts talking shit. That's, that's what, uh, that's his, that's his undoing right there is look, he starts talking shit at God and that is, nope. Listen close. <laughs> Bad movie friends. Yep. When you have the final recipe to end the world or do your big evil plan or something, do not hesitate. Just do it. Don't talk shit. Don't gloat. Gloat after. Gloat afterwards. Just hit the button. Recite the magic words. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Speak in the Latin. You know. Yeah. yeah. Ozymandias do had it, the right idea. He was just do like it immediately. Oh, yeah, like, I did it's that already shit a half hour done. ago. Yeah. Here's where I get to talk shit at you now. Yep. Yeah. But no, he's like, all right, God, sucks to be you. Yeah. I'm I'm the new Satan. He's I taken rule. his victory lap before he's been victorious. Yeah. And she runs up and is like, eat salt, motherfucker, and just jabs him in the neck with both the needles. Yep. Injects him. And then he, he's like, he's like, ah, uh, uh. And then they do some cool effects on him where all his veins start bulging out. And yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, he, and, and she's like, or he's like, uh, you'll pay for your insolence. Uh, I like that. <laughs> Uh, but he he also gets some like fireworks that pop off. Yeah, you know, some little like yeah. like and these are fountains. like on the actor fireworks. Yeah. They're like they're pretty good. I like yeah. Those. Like, like these aren't just squibs. These are sparking squibs that right. are coming it's out. It's like a it's like one of those little fireworks fountains. Yep. Uh, and he gets like he lifts up into the air and catches fully on fire. Oh, yeah. Like full ticket to Burning Man. And then his corpse falls to the ground. I love that his corpse, his burnt corpse, just falls to the ground and just like. Hits real stiff and falls over. Yep, it's very anticlimactic in a satisfying way. It's it's very Evil Dead One because there's like the goopiness and kind of like the uh, like the inflated thing that's slowly yeah. deflating effect yeah. to it. I mean that's that's Gremlins. I mean that's yeah. the, the yeah, melted, melted Gremlin yep. effect. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like a com- It's it's like somewhere between those two. Yeah, but it it looks great. It and, does. And it then like look. as they're walking up to the to the corpse. Like, it's slowly kind of curling itself in. Yeah. I have no idea how they would have done that, because it's also, like, falling apart at the yeah. same time. It's like some kind of it's some kind of disintegrating thing. I don't know, yeah. because it almost looks like it turns to ash. Yeah. That's what's really weird yeah, it about does. it, is it, like, turns into a powder. So I don't know what kind of chemical reaction someone was using, but it was cool as shit. Looked good. It yeah. looked very good. And and as he gets up to it, the head looks over at him and is <laughs> yeah. like, ah! And he fucking just curb He's, stomps yeah, him. he stomps. Then everything's fine. Yep. 
Everybody's happy. And Everybody lives happily ever after. Well, she and then he's just like, I, I, I want to thank you for everything you've done. And this, will, like, I don't think we really mentioned, like, ever since, uh, I don't know, probably even before they got the second set of pages. Like, she's just kind of been like, hey, notice me, senpai. But you know, he's not really seeming to have any of it. And then he kind of like leans in for like this, like weird double eye kiss like she's closed her eyes and he like kisses like both of her eyelids yeah and then says something else and then like she goes in for like another kiss and she's then, like hey lover boy yeah. uh quit being stupid and kiss me yeah and mm-hmm. then a little bit like fernando vargas is like disappeared now and gone off into the ether yeah, yeah. he uh he turns into uh, a little weird tornado thing yep and he spins over to his grave and uses his spinny tornado powers to etch like I will always, uh, and I. Yeah, I will remember you through all, you. through all time or something. It's something, yeah, something not great. It's it's cheesy, but yeah. I don't know if it was the tornado doing that or if he went back and had that commissioned in the past. I don't know. The tornado went over it, and then it happened. Maybe so. he was just like yeah. pointing it out, like, "Hey, look like, here! <laughs> like I left a note." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I do love that she's like, "Oh," and then looks over at the grimoire laying on the ground, and goes, "Uh." uh. <laughs> <laughs> so she has to deal with that thing still. Right. And the mentioned... thing is, like, they cut to black and start playing music, and I was like, you're not going to fucking end it there, are yeah. you? And thankfully, they do not. Right. Actually, I thought that would have been a... I thought that would have been a very hilarious uh, sequel bait ending. Yeah. Just start looking over and be like, ugh. Didn't, but... they, didn't they make two more anyway? Yep. They did, so, yes. Yeah. But, yeah, but, uh, only um... one of which was Julian Sands. So uh... they really only made one sequel. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Remember when there was only one warlock? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, there are several reactions that Laurie Singer has throughout this movie that are very good and authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when she's picking through the dead body to like get the pages. It's just yeah. like this. Ew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she makes it's a good. Just, well, like, when she first uh, opens it and yeah. sees it, she's like, uh, because I think she was like expecting, oh, he's not going to be there. It'll just be the pages. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, it's his fucking corpses in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But when she has to reach in, it's just like this. Ew. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But there's several like good little reaction yeah. moments. And yeah. then, so it fades to black, and then it fades up into, we're looking down at this white surface where the Grand Grimoire is, mm-hmm. and shovelfuls of salt start getting thrown on it. Or what is, it's hard to tell if you don't know, but they're salt. And uh, I think all of us were like, oh, salt flats? Yeah, mm-hmm. good move. And yeah. she covers it up, and then we get the shot, you know, from the ground looking up at her, of her being all sweaty and normal otherwise, and kind of satisfied with herself like she's like yeah I, mm-hmm. I did a fucking smart thing and we're like you should have buried it like 10 more feet deep yeah but... it's a real shallow grave for that thing yeah because like you know in the sequel fucking warlock is gonna you know i, I hope some like i hope some cars are tearing ass around there and it, one of them just rips it out of the ground and that's what and lets warlock out. catches on the wind and it like floats. yeah it's like yeah. yeah like the beginning of like reading rainbow or page master or something right yeah. right but yeah. she's she's pretty pleased with herself, and uh, she hops back in that shitty Corvair she's been driving the entire mm-hmm. movie, and she drives off, and we get a pan back up to it's she's right next to the sign that says "Welcome to the Bonneville Salt Flats, the yeah. largest whatever whatever." Yeah, and that's our movie. And she drives off into the sunset. She does, and we get we get like three and a half minutes of some Goldsmith jams mm-hmm. on the way out. Yep, some pretty boring credits. Yeah, and that's yeah, the movie. Not much there. All right, uh, Goldsmith soundtrack is real good, Jens. Um, yeah. Like that guy doesn't fucking miss. So I don't know what else to say. I I felt like it was thematically appropriate. He it always really rises well. above the material. Yes, yes. It would be interesting to to know what the goldsmith ratio is. So I bet it'll be like two more years before 
the Goldsmith Odyssey ten more years till the Goldsmith Odyssey till gets get to this to, one. Yeah, to Warlock. Yeah, it's been a while. But anyway, uh, ratings. I'm gonna go. I'll go in two jocks. Okay. There's a lot to enjoy. I, I enjoyed talking about this more than I did watching it. But, you know, like us pointing out the little things like her reactions, the the parts where they actually do react like normal people, as opposed to the ones where they just don't for some reason. Oh, yeah. We yeah. we didn't really talk about the, the minister and his wife. Uh, like their their whole apartment or whatever gets like earthquaked before the yeah, warlock before shows the up. And they're just in. like, huh? huh? What's going on, dear? <laughs> I mean, like hinges are coming up out of the door, and yeah. eventually yeah, the hinge he just, bends and the yeah. cross flies off. Yeah, the wall. eventually the warlock walks in and is like fornicate thy door. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but but it's it's not as satisfying as I would like. And man, I just I I hate all those flying shots. I hate them. And it would have gotten another jocks if he had been chilling on the plane wing, oh, pointing God. and laughing, or sitting on the roof of the plane. Yeah, like we could have panned back through the. Oh man, I mean, it would have been so good. We panned back through the window, and fucking Warlock is just sitting up there chilling, like smoking yeah. a cigarette or something. But I guess they have established that he's not invulnerable, right? You know, like the pages were what kept him from getting gutted, and it would have been it would have been stupid. And but I cannot tell you how much I would have laughed if he'd been one of the overhead compartments, like <laughs> just lifted up. And he's, uh, like, yes. he's like cramped up in there, just like <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I why. I just love that, like the the. The joke of the smoking section being outside mm-hmm. on an airplane. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to see him sitting out there smoking. Hmm. It yeah. would have tickled me. Yeah. But but no, he's just in the damn luggage compartment. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, Julian Sands is really great in this. Like, Fantastic. he's creepy in every scene. Like, that's why it's this is the performance everyone remembers him for. It's just because it's like he... It's one of those where it's like, I really couldn't see anybody else pulling this off the way he does. Matthias Ways. Probably. Yeah. But I don't know. His speaking he, stuff would not have worked as well as Julian. No, does. but he would have been more menicing. Yeah, he would have been menacing, but he wouldn't have been as sinister. I think is the difference. I yeah, mean, there's, I get you. there's yeah. an easy answer because I'm a fan of the. There's the real person and the discount person. You know, there's the Johnny Depp and the Ski Dolrich and you know the yeah. Heather Graham and the Sarah Polly. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking either one else. It's just that like somebody yeah. is like the sort of discount version. I mean. Julian Sands is the discount version of Jeremy Irons, so, I mean, he could probably have played it. Yeah, so. probably, yes. <laughs> but would he? No. No. <laughs> no. Yes. So then your third string is, is right. Matthias Ways. But anyway, yeah, I mean, he's good. Uh, there's there's a lot to like. I just, I can only go two. I can't really explain why I can't go higher, but it just, it works okay. It doesn't work great. Fair enough. Interestingly, except for the flying effects, it's really not that bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. Right? Overall, there's some sloppy effects work. But I don't know the plots. The plot's all right. Mm-hmm. Nobody does anything outlandishly stupid. Like everybody's kind of playing their best hand when they can. Mm-hmm. It's not a mess. Like filmmaking wise, you can see it all. Music, yeah. music's great. Music's way too good for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not. It's not that bad. I feel bad assigning it a jocks rating because it just is a regular movie. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, not Chuck fine. It's it's regular fine. So, I don't know. If I was given it a letterbox score, I'd probably give it like a two and a half because mm-hmm. it's right there in the middle. Yeah, you know, with a special note about the score because it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm also going to give it two jocks. But you know, don't don't let that speak ill or don't let you like just because it's not a five jocks movie doesn't mean that you shouldn't go out and see it. It's definitely worth a watch. They can't all be here. Yeah, especially for Julian Sands' performance. Good. Well, I say war lock it in. Two jocks all around. All right. Yeah, solid 2 jer 
Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a fairly solid movie. I mean it's it it is a little at times I think frustrating in in the in the script I think just because it it doesn't go or pace the way I think it should. Like I feel like it wastes some time and then doesn't expound on things that it should. Yeah, if, yeah um, and I'm just yeah. like well, you know use some of your time a little a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I probably would have been a little more judicious with the time of Laurie Singer and old lady makeup. I mean, a she's your main lady. Why cast a a sexy young lady than to put her in old lady makeup for a good portion of the movie. I just feel like that drags on a bit and, and it does, you know, it doesn't look great. It doesn't really add much to the plot other than like, you know, when she's 60, she's way too old. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty good movie. It's not great. It's just, like I said, it's occasionally like frustrating. Like I, it's a little strange that like, you know, we spent so much time with her like puppy dogging around the, the fern guy. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I totally forgot his actual name now. Uh, Renfield, Giles, Renfield, I think. Oh. Uh, from... Giles Redfern. Okay, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, this is she spent a lot of time in the movie doing that for it to really not really end up any more than the not so romantic epithet on the grave. Yeah. By the way, uh, Chuck did do a thirty-one horror day, thirty-one days of horror on review, uh, season seven, episode thirty-three. I'll have to watch that review now and see what he thought of that movie. Are you familiar with our eBay store, Mackie? Yes. Of course you are. If you, dear listener, are not familiar with our eBay store, go to our Twitter site. <laughs> go to Twitter, and there's a link uh, on one of the last few tweets that we, yeah. we well, did. Well, just search for BMF Cast. You could also do that on, in a, on, on eBay, and electronic it should bay. give you our, our uh, auctions. But yeah, Chuck, uh, Chuck is taking care of setting up all the auctions for us that uh, all the movies we sell... We donate the proceeds to uh, the Humane Society here in town. And so your your money for bad movies is helping good boys. Yeah, helping good puppies. Yes. Mm-hmm. And kittens. Bad movies yeah. to good boys. And older it's dogs. Our, it's our new charity. Say. Right. Basically, all animals are welcome at the Humane Society. But um, yes, uh, so we don't profit off any of it. But right. yeah, but Chuck has posted a whole bunch of movies uh, that we've done or didn't end up doing because we were like, nope. I don't right. know. I haven't checked the, the listings lately, but a, a whole bunch of DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. Yes. Some of them actually fairly rare, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the, the more you send to us, the more money we send to the aminals. Another good cause. Yes. Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's And that's where you can, if you want money to go directly to us, then you yeah. can go to Patreon and give us a, a, a buck a month, a few bucks a month. There's a ton of really, really good content, like hundreds of hours of content, yeah. I think, on It Patreon. does unlock everything that we've previously done. Pretty so, much, yeah. So, so there's a ton of archive stuff. There's some shows that no longer exist on there. Yeah. No Pretense of Cool is on there. Yeah, and if you, like, if you really, really want something to come back, give us a bunch of money and we'll probably do it. I mean a bunch of money. I mean fuck you money. Yeah, we are not above fuck you money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, how should they get in touch with us? Well, uh, I have two ways. The first of which is the telephone. You can call us on the Garfield phone, the Bamcast hotline. That's 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. That will get you to a little voicemail, and you can leave a message mm-hmm. for us. Sweet. The second one is an email address, and that's bmf at bmfcast.com. You can email us uh, about just... About anything. Yeah. And we may read it on the show if it's not too weird, right? Just don't be super weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a little bit weird, but just mm-hmm. think if you listen, you've kind of got the gist of what's too weird. Yeah, you know. What we're... And uh, there's also the website if you just want to check out, like, all the shows that we're doing and all of the archives and stuff. Uh, going back 576 episodes. Plus bonus. Plus episodes, bonus BS. Plus 
special. They're spoil cast. Spoil casts, yeah. God, it's probably over 800 at this point. It's got to be close. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. Check it out. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you can't give us money, just share with a friend. Yeah. Say, hey, check out this show. Listen to these dudes. Go go get one of those, like, buy a classic iPod off of eBay and go to iTunes and download all of the BanffCast episodes. Put them on the iPod. Take it to your friend and be like, here, listen to this. And just hand them, a, hand them an iPod. I like the way you're thinking. Nano will probably fit all of it. And just hand it to your friend and go, listen to all of this or we're not friends yes. anymore. Yeah. I think we'd fit on a Zune. Yeah. Load sure. up your creative nomad. Yeah. Your creative nomad Your jukebox. Arcos jukebox. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. I went older before creative bought them. Yeah. Sorry. Again, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. All right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Banffcast Out.